Well, hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts in the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. And on this edition of The Conversation, we're talking with Natalie Sposato. She is the Permanency Coordinator with Fairfax County's Department of Family Services, the Foster Care and Adoption Resource and Support Program. We're going to be talking about the Healthy Minds Foster Futures Mental Health Virtual 5K Walk. It's going to be held on Saturday, October 24th at 9 a.m. Natalie, thanks for being with us on the County Conversation. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely looking forward to the conversation. And I do want to uh, put out this one little preface that uh, this this walk that we're going to be talking about, among other things, is Saturday, October 24th. So if you happen to be listening, you know, after that date, uh, just realize the walk is past tense. But the resources and uh, information that we talk about is is good year round. So if you need any of the program services or uh, recommendations that uh, we share, they are going to be available for you. So first of all, Natalie, tell me when we're talking about Healthy Minds Foster Future Mental Health Virtual 5K Walk, which is a mouthful in itself. It's it's a virtual 5K. Now I know a lot of folks are familiar with 5K walks and runs. But this one is virtual. Was was that because of the pandemic or is was that always the plan to have a virtual walk? That is definitely because of the pandemic. We had originally planned to have the walk in person uh, back in May and the pandemic had us put a hold and hmm. we regated it for October 24th, hoping that we would be able to be in person again and then realizing that we would be uh, doing it virtually. So we are yeah. so excited to have it virtual for this Saturday, October the 24th. And and why was it important to continue with this walk? What's the, the purpose of this walk? What's the objective, the goal? Sure. Um, I work in foster care uh, right here in Fairfax County, and we had received a grant opportunity through the Fairfax Falls Church Community Services Board. So we applied and were awarded a small pocket of money um, to really have something that would be youth-led and an initiative that would help create some awareness around mental health disorders um, and have something create an opportunity um, for awareness in addition to helping us reduce the stigma around mental health. Many of our youth in foster care um, do struggle with a mental health disorder. So we had decided it would be great for us to gather a group of people, particularly young people that were still in foster care, Um, One of our youth advocates who is an alumni of CARE right here from Fairfax County to help co-chair this committee with us. Now, uh, you know, as I said earlier, a lot of folks are familiar with, you know, 5K walks and runs and that type of thing. Often they're they're fundraising events where you try to raise money, get people to, you know, sponsor you to walk so many miles, you know, run so much, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But but the goal of this is really awareness. It is. We have uh, distributed some information out to our youth and families who are served um, by Fairfax 
a foster care and adoption, so they have some information, statistics around mental health. We're hoping we can share some of that with you here today. Um, in addition to providing some resources, we really want to have this be an opportunity to create awareness. And for anyone that might be listening that's interested in supporting any youth in foster care or is interested in becoming a foster parent, or maybe they themselves have been in foster care and are now in a position where they can help mentor another youth currently in care. We currently would like to create those opportunities. On the webpage that uh, can be found on fairfaxcounty.gov, if you just want to search the uh, Healthy Minds Foster Futures Virtual 5K Walk, you'll find that page. It's a very long URL, so just go to fairfaxcounty.gov and, and you can search and find more information. But there's part of a sentence there that says, the walk seeks to empower young people in foster care. What does that mean? What is that empowerment that you're looking for? We're really hoping to help um, share with our youth and show youth that they are not alone that they do have partners, that there are supportive people around, that we see you, you are known to us, and we are here to walk alongside of you, and we want others also to be aware of what's going on. There is um, a huge overrepresentation of children in foster care as it relates to mental health disorders. Um, and we see about 80% of our children in foster care struggle with some sort of a mental health disorder, which strikes us in the general um, population as we consider, you know, how often we see mental health disorders. We're looking at, a, in, on average, one to five Americans struggling with some sort of mental health disorder in the course of their life. Wow. When you say mental health disorder, are there some examples? Can you you know, put that into lay language that sure. I would understand. What are we sure, talking about? Sure. Um, so many of our youth in care struggle with things like anxiety, depression, ADHD, also known as attention deficit hyper disorder. Um, we see a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder in our children. In our boys, we see things like oppositional defiant disorder, which you know, as an 11, 13, 15-year-old, maybe that, and then as an adult, we see things like that turn into an antisocial personality disorder. Hmm. I, I, maybe I'm not up on the, the terminology. I didn't realize ADHD was classified as a mental health disorder. So we see a lot of our children who have symptoms. Um, connected to ADHD that are also very, very commonly seen in post-traumatic stress. Um, and so the symptoms themselves really mimic one another. When you have a child that's separated from their family and separated from everything that they've ever known, can you imagine the stress that that would put on them and what that might look like in a classroom as them not being able to focus? You know, I know for me and maybe for you, Jim, when we get stressed, we start getting forgetful, right? Like it's just hard for us to be able to focus. So when our children get stressed, uh, it starts to show up in other ways. Well, and especially if you're like me and you're forgetful to start with, <laughs> it's I really relate. bad. <laughs> um, is is there reasons why um, the, these mental health issues that you've talked about 
are are um, so prevalent among uh, kids in foster care? I mean, you, you kind of mentioned a little bit there, but I want to kind of further expand upon that. Sure. Um, so when we start thinking about kids who are separated from their family, there's a lot of pressure that our kids are facing, um, particularly when they're not with their family of origin, when they get separated from their school community, from the community in which they might have a place that they've worshipped all their lives, from neighbors that know them, from you know, the grocery market lady that knows them when they come in and out of the store. Um, So there's a struggle for our kids to feel like they have to fit in now wherever they go, and there's an added pressure. You know, oftentimes, you know, we, we talk about our kids, you know, and the things that might happen for them might seem more commonplace for another child, but there are much more severe consequences for our children in foster care when they, quote, misbehave. Um, So, you know, going into a new home, having to learn the new rules in that home, having to um, maybe change schools, having to make new friends, living in a home where maybe they don't get to hear the stories about, you know, their Uncle Bob, who was so much like them. Or, you know, they're they're going to sleep in a house where they don't have pictures of themselves on the wall and they don't have those stories to help them feel grounded. Is I want to make sure we we talk a little bit about foster care, um, you know, before the show is over, how Mm -hmm. folks that maybe have gotten their interest peaked in in becoming a foster parent, et cetera, can can learn more and get more information and maybe find out what, um, you know, requirements there are. Um, Do we think the foster care portion of the of the process not saying foster care itself is the cause of it but does having to go to a foster care um home are are we saying and are we seeing that that exacerbates the problem if there was a problem or creates a problem that maybe didn't exist so oftentimes by the child by the time a child comes into foster care and is separated from their family they've had a long traumatic history with a lot of abuse or neglect, Mm. or they've been exposed to homelessness or some kind of a substance abuse disorder or mental health um, disorder in the family of origin. No parent wakes up one morning and says to themselves, I want to hurt my child. Mm. It is often that they are repeating something that has not been repaired for themselves. And so our children grow up in this sort of dysfunction oftentimes and grow accustomed to that. You know, maybe they are there to help parent some of their younger siblings or to help in their own mind. Maybe they feel like they're there to help protect mom or protect Mm -hmm. a younger sibling. Um, And so then when the separation occurs and they are removed from family, there's even more anxiety because now they're in a new environment with a new family and they don't know that family. They don't know the rules. They don't know the boundaries. They're often very sad and very angry. As much as, you know, maybe it was a horrible circumstance that they had to be separated from, now they're in the unknown. And that's difficult to manage and it's difficult to now regulate our emotions as a result of this totally new environment. Right. Yeah, we we often, you know, you know, hear the 
I guess the stories and, you know, the things and it's like, well, you know, this child was in such a bad environment and now he's going to be in a loving home and he or she will, will be great and it all just work out. But you don't really think about those things that, that you've just talked about and, and you've mentioned and this, this long process that a child has gone through and the, the pain and the, the trouble and the issues that they, that they are seeking. We're, we're here on the County Conversation with Natalie Spasato talking about the uh, October 24th Healthy Minds Foster Futures Mental Health 5K Walk that's actually going to be virtual this year. And Natalie, I, I got to ask, is this a annual event? Uh, has it gone on before or will it go continue on? This is our first ever. We are hoping to continue these efforts, and uh, we'll have to just see sort of what that looks like down the road. Our hope is that we could return to an in-person walk. All right. Now, when we say virtual 5K walk, and it's 9 a.m. on October 24th, so are you looking for everyone that's interested in supporting the, the foster care and the mental health issue uh, to just go outside at nine o'clock and walk? What, what's the structure of the of the walk? Sure. Yes, absolutely. If folks could tune in to the Department of Family Services Facebook page starting at 9 a.m., you mm. will hear um, a number of people speaking from our program. We have two program managers that will be speaking and sharing. We'll also have Cordelia Cranshaw, who is our special guest speaker, former Miss District of Columbia, will also uh, be featured that morning. We'll encourage folks to walk, to listen to uh, this podcast, to take pictures of themselves and those that are walking with them, and send those pictures to DFS Permanency Life Skills at fairfaxcounty.gov so that we can collect some of those. Um, and we'll look forward to seeing any of those photos and getting any feedback about those who were able to participate in the walk on October the 24th. All right. Now, this podcast is coming out, you know, just a few days before October 24th. So, you know, as you and I chatted before we started recording, if folks are listening after this walk, what should they do? What do you want them to learn from this walk that would be now in the past tense that has already happened? Think about ways in which you can support young people, particularly uh, those you know who are in foster care. If you have a neighbor, um, if you have a loved one who has a child in their home, offer them support. Go lend a helping hand. Maybe it's you know, giving that foster parent or those foster parents a break, taking them a meal, um, providing them some added support. I would also encourage you to find a youth that you can mentor. Um, if you are interested in that, please contact us. If you yourself have been in foster care and now are, you know, thinking about ways to get involved, contact me. I'd love to have you on board as a mentor um, and to working with some of our youth that are currently in care. We want to be able to offer support. I encourage you to go to the Fairfax Falls Church Community Services Board website. Take a look at all the resources that are on there for youth, for adults that are struggling with mental health disorders. There are lots of ways to be involved, uh, both through the county and the school system. Lots of support groups, lots of resources. Mm -hmm. You you mentioned the the mentorship. That's that's one way um, you know individuals uh, can get involved. Are there other things that can be done to address the issue of mental health and foster care? 
So I, I think really connecting people to good supports and services. We highly encourage therapies of finding out um, where they can be connected to good therapists um, and really, you know, finding a way to support those youth. Maybe it's becoming a foster parent. We do have information sessions monthly, so I would encourage anyone interested to contact us about becoming a foster parent if that's a way you would like to be involved. How how can since you mentioned it, how can folks um, get more information? Is there a web page? Is there a phone sure. number? How how do folks find out more information on the foster care? parenting system. Sure. If anyone's interested in becoming a foster parent, I would encourage them to call 703-324-7639 or attend our monthly information uh, meeting that's held every third Monday of the month. Okay. Every third Monday. All right. Um, are there any, um, you know, county programs, community services, uh, resources along that line that support mental health and, and kids? Anything you want to address there? Sure. I would encourage anyone who is looking for support to um, go to the Fairfax Falls Church Community Services Board's website. Take a look at all the resources that are on there. Um, there are a number of plugins for services through the county and through many of our partners like NAMI um, and certainly other service providers in the area. Um, there's a long list of possible contacts and agencies and partners there, but I would say the best place to go is to that website and um, plug in Healthy Minds, plug in Community Services Board, and you can be connected to a number of resources. Mm -hmm. You mentioned early on, uh, as we're talking about this, uh, this virtual 5K walk, that it's, that it's the first one, hopefully, uh, you know, one of many more annually uh, type events. And you mentioned that it was uh, actually planned by, um, you know, someone, a, a youth themselves that planned this walk or, or an alumni of the foster care system? Both, actually. We have um, youth who have been helping with committee action plans, and we have what we call our youth advocate who is co-chaired, and a youth advocate is an alumni of CARE. She was um, through Fairfax County, and um, I actually have a few words that I would like to share from her. I know she could not be here today, um, and I would like to share a few things that she had shared. If I could take a moment to do that, would that be sure, all right? Please, please okay. do. Um, so I would encourage you all to just hear from Latika. She is uh, someone who's experienced growing up in foster care and got adopted as an adult and has uh, some real inspiration to share. She says, my name is Latika Jeffrey. I am a former foster youth and most recently recognized as 2020's Adoption Excellence Award recipient. As a former youth, I understand and relate to many youth in care today. I believe foster youth deserve to be heard, acknowledged, and have their feelings as well as perspective be respected. As a child, I had a troubling life Adding foster care to the equation made life even more hectic. I bounced from foster home to foster home at no fault of my own. Each move creating lifelong insecurities, barriers, and embarrassment. I was continuously labeled as a troubled child by schools, teachers, parents, and many others. However, little did they know I was not troubled. 
I lacked the basic essentials the average child possessed. Guidance, love, stability, and support, just to name a few. Through personal experiences and advocacy, I have learned that we as a community never want to talk about what triggers youth, just how they react. And because of this, I make it a priority to highlight the importance of raising mental health awareness within the foster care community. I want to continue to help current and former foster youth rise above the statistics of homelessness, incarceration, drug abuse, and other obstacles. I know it's possible. I have been there. I have done it, and I have witnessed others to do it too. Invisible wounds need to heal just as visible wounds do. Let's prioritize mental health. Thank you. Wow. Powerful words from Latika, and uh, I think that's uh, an awesome place to end this conversation. I mean, how much more could we say about that? But I will, I will uh, continue on for just a moment by asking you, is there anything else that I didn't ask you, anything else you want to make sure uh, that we come away with learning? Uh, and, and then if you can, again, give us some of the resources uh, for more information. Sure. Um, I would want to encourage anyone to step into a place of support for our youth. There are things that can be done before therapy is in place. You know, nine to 10 hours of sleep for a, a young adolescent is imperative to helping stabilize mood. If we can get our children to move, I'm a firm believer that motion changes emotion. Uh, and so that was a lot of what prompted the desire for us to get out and walk. Um, I certainly encourage any youth to have at least one nurturing, responsive caregiver in their life, as that will help to stabilize a child or a teen's life. Okay. And resources, websites, phone numbers, anything you want to share? Sure. Um, definitely encourage folks to turn to um, DFS and Fairfax Foster Care and Adoption website for lots of resources there, um, the Community Services Board resources, um, anything on NAMI, the National for Mental Alliance, and illness. Okay. All right. Natalie Sposato, thank you so much for being on the County Conversation. Natalie is with the Fairfax County Department of Family Services. We've been talking about the Healthy Minds Foster Futures Mental Health Virtual K-Walk. That's going to be on Saturday, October 24th at 9 a.m. And again, as we've said during the podcast, if you happen to be listening to this show after October 24th, uh, maybe you can catch next year's walk if it's uh, held again. This year is the first first hopefully annual one. But again, this is an issue that is 365 days a year. So Natalie has shared resources and information that you will find uh, helpful and interesting if you need them even after the walk is over. So thanks to Natalie again for being here. Thanks to you for joining us on this edition of the County Conversation. If you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and events, we encourage you to go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government. <laughs>